The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Only the stupid or the very brave will approach me in public. And Paula. I do have volume issues sometimes when I get excited. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm your host, Jamie. And this is my sister, Paula. Why, hello. Why, hello. Why, hello. <laughs> I was trying to do the sweaty balls, chicks. Oh, sorry. I Go can't ahead. do it. I'm bad at it. I, I have to, I'd have to watch it again to really get into it. Merry Christmas. Tis the season for holiday talk. What is it? Holiday talk or something? This I don't remember. But anyway. National Public Radio. I am NPR. Paula, Paula Campos Todd. This is my co-host, Jamie Campos Minor. Why, hello. <laughs> Today we have some very exciting things to discuss. We certainly do. We have do. Mr. Arnold Schwetty with us, and we are hello, here to Arnold. talk about his sweaty balls. I am really looking forward to tasting his sweaty balls. I can't wait to put my mouth on this. They're so salty. I can't wait to get my mouth around your balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grace. That's oh, great. It's just, it, it completely fills my mouth. <laughs> As if a woman would put balls in her mouth. Come on. Anyway, so it's episode... Wait, what what is wrong with you? Nothing. Why are you laughing? I'm not. Episode Someone's in the room. Is someone... No one entered the bedroom? No no one has entered the bedroom. Jamie, I've put balls in my mouth before. Well, I have too. Well, you just said if nobody would put balls in their mouth. No, I I said no one likes to. I didn't say we didn't do it. I said you don't... No one likes to. (laughs) I thought you said nobody does that. And I was like... No, that's not what I said. I said no one... Okay, maybe I should put it a different way. Women don't choose... On a normal basis to put balls in their right. mouth. Traditionally, it's not like, you know, we're walking around the house and be like, you know what, honey, can you stop for a moment and just put your balls in my mouth? I really would like to put your balls in my mouth. I just have a hankering for testes. I want you to place that hairy sack right in my mouth and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to suck on them like a pacifier. <laughs> I really long to have errant haired balls in my mouth. And don't mind your penis. It'll just flop around on my nose. It's just getting in the way. <laughs> I think I know what my drop is for the week. (laughs) So welcome to The Ugly Truth. (laughs) This is episode 78. (laughs) Try not to laugh. I know, you and your thick throat. Maybe you had balls in your mouth earlier. (laughs) I feel like I have hairs in my throat. (laughs) Gross. Pardon me. Hello, everybody. Welcome. It is uh, a fabulous week. We're leading into a three-day weekend for many of us, Labor Day weekend. But, you know, there's no rest for the wicked, so here we are recording our show for the weekend. But for starters, we have very exciting news, but I wanted to mention about us kicking ass on the Stitcher's top movers list. Yes. Big deal. You know, it was funny as producer Dub just happened to check because Stitcher, been, it's been kind of quiet for us on Stitcher. We don't mm-hmm. get a lot of downloads there, but we do get them, but just not as many as we, you know, normally get from other 
avenues. And so he's like, oh, I'm just wondering what's going on with Stitcher. So he checks. and He's like, um, hello, what's this? Top 50, top mover. We were number, truth. what, 40? Number 48. 48. 48. Which, now, the last time that we made the top movers list, I think we were 92. We so, were in the, yeah, we were low 90s. So, I mean, we have come leaps and bounds. And so yes, we thank exciting. you, Stitcherers, listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, you made Appreciate this happen. It. But yes. we were so thrilled. I was I was ecstatic. I was like, "What? Why isn't everyone celebrating with me? Everyone, see, come look at our success!" I was so excited. Yay! I loved it. It was really cool. <laughs> Very exciting. So, thank you, Stitcher so, listeners, for stepping up and yeah. giving us a little bit of a uh, uh-huh, pat little on the back to you and a pat on the back to us. We <laughs> all we all are good. Yeah, air high five. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so yes. This week, we have a few things to go over, like our plans for the weekend and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, yesterday or the day before, I am a part of a fantasy football league. Um, It is comprised, including myself, eight people. I am the only woman. Nerd alert. (laughs) I know it is. But you know what? I don't care. This league has been going on for this is its 25th season. Wow. So they were all talking about how this is the 25th season. Very cool. Toasted to everybody. Most of them have been there the full 25 years. Not me, obviously. This is, I think, my third or fourth season. Right. I mean, you were barely even born. That's what I said. I go, oh, that's so cool. I was 15 when you guys started doing this. And they're like, oh, shut up. You're kidding. I'm like, no, this is so exciting. They're all very much older than I am, which Mm -hmm. is fine. doesn't bother me. So yesterday we meet at a a very dark pub and they set up a really cool board and, you know, there's rules and the whole thing. So last year I finished in last place, which is exactly where they want me. They don't want me winning anything. So they love it. They're like, oh, they pat me on the head. Oh, cute little girl trying to play, you know, boys nerd game. And and, And you're like, hey, I can do it too. (laughs) Exactly. And I always get mad. And I'm like, hey, you guys, As long as you don't cry, just don't cry. I never cry. No. Although I did did make one mad, really mad last year. (laughs) I was talking a bunch of crap. He's like, well, this is the kind of league we're going to be in. I'm quitting. And they're like, you're a pussy. Shut yeah, up. really. There's a box of tampons on your you're way out. You're just mad. Yeah, grab your pads. Put some Vagicil on those wounds. <laughs> so we draw out of a hat. And the winner draws first. And then, you know, ultimately, since I came in last place, I draw last. And I get whatever's left over. Right. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I guess I'll be prepared for my lucky number six, which right. is like the worst. And I pulled the number out. And lo and behold, I get the number one draft pick. No way. I did. And you saw it on my Facebook page. I posted how excited I was about it. They were so pissed off. They must have been. I mean, legitimately angry. Like They're like, seething you know what? Mad. Well, why? I mean, it's fair. God. Oh, of course it's fair. But now they know that I have, you know, an advantage because now I'm going to get some top players and my the likelihood of me coming in dead last is very, very low. Why does this even, like, these guys sound it's like competitive. assholes. It's just, why would you even no, want to do that? No, it's not. No, no, Start no, a girl league. No. I. Right. You know what? I'll be honest with you. 
many years ago, the the man that got me into this league tried to do a fantasy football league for women where where we all worked when I was working at 98 Rock. Mm -hmm. And it was a giant clusterfuck. It was ridiculous. They're like, well, wait a minute. Now, um, my husband likes the Pittsburgh Steelers. So can I just be called the Steelers? Can that just be my name for this league? I mean, it was it was really that bad. And so there was just too many questions not enough information. There was no internet, you know, to go to at that point. And so it was very difficult. If you're going to come to the table, you should at least have an understanding. And it was very difficult. So the likelihood of that ever happening, I mean, I'm sure in, in this day and age, there's plenty of women who can do fantasy football. And oh, it's you can do it all online. There's lots of those websites. Yes. Anyway, so the, the draft went forward. It was a great evening. I got to watch a, a bunch of old guys get drunk and well, they got to be jealous of me uh, picking Peyton Manning, which was the number one draft pick for pretty much anybody who is playing football, fantasy football. Is he the you one from Peyton the Manning. Broncos? Yes, he's the Broncos quarterback. Oh, okay. And um, they're like, you know, he's not going to be that great. And I said, well, you're right. He could break his neck again. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> but right. let's just assume that he's going to do even half as good as he did this last season. And I'm in. So done and done. But it was great. Well, this would be exciting. And hopefully, so if you win, you win like, what, 500 bucks or something? Well, it just depends. Every transaction costs $3. Every time you lose, it's a dollar. Wait. So if you lose your it week. It costs you? Yeah. If you want to if you want to trade out or drop a player and pick up somebody new, it's $3. And if you lose your week, it's a dollar charge. So at the end of the year, there's this big pile of money and first gets 50%. Of the pile, second gets 25. I don't know, whatever the percentages of the pile is. But it's it can be significant. How much was the, the winnings last year? It must have been it must have been close to five hundred, hmm. I think. Well that's pretty good. It's a thirty-five dollar buy-in. There's eight of us, but there is a lot of obviously you have to change players if there's injuries or suspensions or whatever, you have to oh, yeah. like drop if people players. lie about, you know, trying to rescue their nephew in the pool when really <laughs> that they were just, yeah. you know, like, that made me so angry. You know why that made me angry? Well, first of all, that's college. But what made me oh. really mad about that is that the night before, Daryl said, hey, did you hear about that, that football player that rescued his nephew? <laughs> did um, you post the story? He jumped out the balcony. And, no, I didn't post the story of him being her, a hero. But I said, yeah. I go, you know what? Isn't that really great? I mean, what a good guy. You know? And then the very next morning, I lied. I know. It wasn't true. And now he's lawyered up. He's been suspended indefinitely, but now they're they're saying that perhaps he was um, had broken into his girlfriend's apartment when she wasn't there, and he was trying to leave so that he could, she wasn't she didn't see him. So the thought God. is that maybe he jumped off the balcony. So and if that's, that's how he the case, himself. though, then why not just make up a a dumb story? Why try and make yourself look like a hero? That's what I don't get. You want to know why? Because he's twenty years old. That's why. He's an idiot because well, he's young and now dumb. He's ruined it for himself, but yeah, he'll probably end up playing. But they're trying to figure out. They're trying to flush everything out. That's stupid. Oh well. <laughs> so the fantasy football league uh, went off without a hitch. I got to catch up with my really good friend Barry. We only see each other. It's like the movie same time next year without the sex. I see him once a year. Mm-hmm. We catch up on everything. We talk about you know stuff that we haven't talked about for a whole year and then we part ways and Aww. you know then i see, see him again next, next year. year exactly and i love it and i look forward to it every single year i love all the guys in that league it's super fun Aww. and Good they are they were mad because they're like we can't have a girl win 
like it's just it's it's just not possible and they said if you if a girl wins this league are we gonna just like dissolve it or will we will that be the end of it i don't understand like if that that, be the death if that was a concern then why did they even bother letting a girl play in the first place you know what here's the thing they love having me in that league it brings an element that they just it's different it's not a bunch of you know gross old men it's I don't you know understand what I mean? the thing is it's like and it's fantasy football it's not like you guys are really playing football I mean so no, what is not. I just don't get it it's all about it's just these are old guys and it's you know to have a girl they they like the idea of having a woman in the league I think it's neat to them but you know it's only neat and and let me tell you it's not like it's their serious like you know this this is over from this point forward we're never going to play again it's more teasing it's more lighthearted. it's very dry-witted well, maybe you know? that's their jab at you the only thing they can think about is is like well she's a girl so we'll just pick on that exactly you Whatever know they're like means. well and and, and the, they'll say you know there's only two things we like we like boobs and beer or you know they'll say stuff like that i'm like yeah well i got both of those yeah really you know i mean so, what I'm, do i need you douchebags for i'm not exactly <laughs> i'm not timid by any means and i'm like well, well i do not. have big boobs everyone and they're like yes yes you do <laughs> so i'm like well well let's get it all out there i mean hey let's talk about it right apparently you already did so no <laughs> so anyway it was fun and of course i experienced my awkward moment oh. i had a couple of awkward moments but the one that really stood out to me i will discuss well, i look forward to hearing it yes it'll be interesting now this weekend is the three-day weekend yes you know we probably we didn't really have any legitimate plans for the weekend because honestly i'm not a big fan of driving in traffic with half of america well let's trying be to real. get to a like, location we're not campers we're not oh, no. gonna you know i hate camping we're not gonna do the traditional things that other people do i guess you know if, if no. anything maybe yeah we'll go somewhere for the day to go to the beach or something like that right. but to be honest it's just a nice to have a three-day weekend and, and really do nothing if, if you want yeah and so we have Malia has her very first football game that she's cheering at. That'll be And Mackenzie, our college girl, has her first water polo game for college this weekend in the morning. So we have all that going on. Uh, We are also watching your two children this weekend. Yes, you are. And we are very excited. Well, they are very excited, too. They've been talking about it all week. And so they can't, because I didn't tell them right away. In fact, I didn't tell them at all. They accidentally heard me talking about. So the reason why you're watching them is Victor's cousin Mm -hmm. is getting married on Sunday. And so um, it's a little bit out of town. It's about an hour or so from our house. And they decided to have a morning wedding. It was going to be a little difficult for us to get up, get the kids ready, and get to this location by the designated time. And so I said, you know, it would be easier. And, you know, kids don't really like weddings. I mean, they... This wedding will be a little bit more conservative. There's not going to be dancing or anything like that. It's early-ish in the morning. So I said, okay, I'm like, well, let me see if I can take the kids to my sister's house. And what we'll do is um, we'll drive up the night before. We got ourselves a little hotel room. We're going to stay at the Best Western. Fancy. and so we're probably going to go out and do some dinner or, you know, walk around and just be a couple without children for, you know, 24 hours. And then we'll go to the wedding. 
So it's a morning wedding. I mean, are they going to at least have like mimosas at the back so you can grab a little glass and sit down or coffee or something for the ceremony? I'm hoping there's coffee. I, from what I understand, it's it's a dry wedding. So, oh my god! You know, I I a dry morning wedding on a Sunday. It's like dry anal sex. <laughs> I'm not really. I sure. I mean, it's just unpleasant. I'm not really sure what the reasoning is. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a a legitimate good reason. I was mm. a little taken back when I got the invitation because I was like, "Wow, that's really early." Um, <laughs> and I said, "But you know, I'm usually not even coherent by that time." But well, uh, I was okay. thinking to. I told Victor. I said, "Oh my god!" I'm like getting <laughs> married that early on a Sunday morning. I'm like. I barely am even happy to see people and drink coffee, let alone marry you know someone. What? If you wanna if you wanna get <laughs> married at what's considered an ungodly hour on a Sunday morning, freaking elope. I mean, do yourself and your guests a favor, elope and have a reception at a later date. There are all of those kids cousins are close, like our kids are close, like right. cousin wise. So he's going to support Obviously. I mean it would it would be you know, it would never be anything that they would ever miss. Well, I might miss it. I might oversleep. <laughs> so uh, sorry, guys. I couldn't get there. I mean, it's you know only nine a.m. that early in the morning. I'm not even like really happy to do much of anything. But I mean, getting married, like really, but I wouldn't even. I wouldn't. I would be like, I'm not sure. I, I'm sane enough to make this decision. I'm not awake yet. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm like, you want to get married at like I'd be at the aisle or the altar. They'd be like, you know, do you? And I'd be like, actually, no, I don't. It, it, you know, the thing is, is that all of this would have gone down when there was the discussion about oh yes well i would really like to do it you know sunday morning before church blah 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 i'd be like wait whoa 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 <laughs> right, right church number one <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say like Jamie, number like, two let's be honest <laughs> before church do you know how early that is no the only no thing i can think of wedding. is i'm wondering if they're catching a plane or something i don't know if if I, I don't really know. Then like, get married the night before. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to segue into uh, our discussion on weddings anyway. Right. So let me just tell you this. When Daryl and I got married, we had an evening, early evening wedding. Right. And then, um, you know, kind of went into the evening, late evening, until the alcohol ran out. Right. And Daryl and I left. We were leaving for our honeymoon the next morning. Right. I had an issue with it simply because our flight was at like 7 a.m. Right. Now, here's the deal, though, is that it was before 9-11. So there was no, you know, you have to get there three hours before. So you yeah, can get through no, the ridiculous you, security at you SFO. Could get there and an hour, 45 minutes before and breeze you through. Could, you could leave an hour before and sail onto the plane. No big deal. So... Yeah, so I digress. So we journeyed to the Bay Area the night of our wedding so we could wake up and just go straight to the airport, get the shuttle, hit the plane, mm -hmm. uh, you know, get to the airport. Well, I am not a morning person, as you know. Really? but None of us are. I, I, really. I can't think of any of us girls that are morning people. No. But the next morning rolls around and Daryl's excited because he's married. And oh. so it's like 530 in the morning. Hello, bride. Wake up, bride. It's time to get Aww. up and go to Hawaii. You know what? Can we just get a later flight? I really, I'm just not ready. <laughs> God, you're so terrible. I'm not ready to do this yet. He goes, no, you, we can't get a later flight. This is it. We have to take this flight. Fine. Uh, <laughs> it's like there's the thrill was gone. 
God. It was over. Leave it to us to ruin any special moment. So I'm grumpy and we're on our way and I'm just sitting, you know me, I'm sitting there very quietly with my hands folded in my lap and I'm just sitting there with my shades on, not not talking. And he's like, it's the next day. We're married. We're going on our honeymoon. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Why do you have to ruin everything? I was like, exhausted. Honestly, I was attitude, so tired. You have such a poor attitude. I swear. I you did you can't even just indulge him for ten seconds. No. I was exhausted. <laughs> I was tired. It was tiring. It was like six thirty in the morning. Uh, so we go we get there and we park in the out in the middle of nowhere. The shuttle comes and gets us, and lo and behold, Mr. Miner has forgotten the airline tickets. They were <gasps> in the car. Oh, God. At least they were in the car. Yes. He turned white. We had to get. And so, of course, course you can imagine my mood. (laughs) You can imagine how excited I was about that. I'm sure that made things feel amazing. Oh, it was so much fun. And so we had to get off the shuttle, get our luggage off the shuttle, walk all the way back to the car to get the tickets. And I said, is there anything else that we need that perhaps might be in this vehicle before we get on a shuttle? One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the Ugly Truth Lip and Clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks, and now back to the Ugly Truth. Weddings are, you know, just like the last and final thing. But I mean, it's getting down to where people like proposals have kind of become like this almost like giant affair of their own. Yeah, I was just thinking about proposals. Now, I've been proposed to a few times. I've been married twice. But you know what? I haven't really been proposed to. (laughs) We'll talk about it. So when I was younger, my first serious relationship, I was probably I was 18. I was Mm -hmm. 18. And, you know, of course, he was my first lover and, you know, I was sure this was the man for me forever and ever. At 18, I knew, right? Right. But unfortunately, because of who I am, somewhere in the very deep part of my soul, I knew he wasn't the right guy for me. (laughs) Girl, he's the one for me, but not really. But not really. (laughs) He must have known that I was starting to decide that I... You know, this this relationship is starting to circle the drain. I think um I think I'm done with this. He was trying to seal the deal to make it He better. was trying to seal the deal thinking that this would fix it or, you know, I would change my mind or, you know, I don't know what he was thinking at the time. But, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. So, he had made some arrangements for us to go to the beach for the weekend. And it was the first time my parents were like, "Yeah, you should go. It'll be great," you know. So I knew something was up because I'm not a moron. And so we were at his house and we were getting we were packing up the car to leave. We were leaving in the evening after work and we're out by my truck. And I said and he was acting really stupid. And I said, what is wrong with you? I said, what are you what are you doing? I mean, we're just going to the beach. I said, oh, wait, let me guess. You're going to propose. And he's like, well, yes, I, I was going to propose. And I said, no, absolutely. Absolutely not. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Don't. I said, don't do it. And he said, wait, what do you mean? I have the ring and everything. And I said, what? So I looked at the ring and I was like, oh, this is the ring. Yeah, this is the one I picked out. He goes, so uh, you can't have it. 
And I said, yeah, I don't want it. Keep it. <laughs> really don't want it. He kept it for like a year. Aww. Um, and then he tried to return it and they said no. So what's he going to do with a ring? <laughs> he had to have it quote unquote repossessed. So basically he had to stop making payments on it and then return the ring. And then they gave him some credit, but he still had to, he still owed money on it. Worst proposal ever. <laughs> no, like, that's the not worst. the worst proposal. No, I'll tell you the worst proposal ever. <laughs> so my first wedding or my, our parents were very, very rigid. Very conservative. Conservative. And so mm-hmm. they basically said that, you know, me and my boyfriend at the time, we had decided we were probably going to get married. My parents says, well, you need to make it official. And, you know, even though we had already agreed and we had talked about it, you know, there was no really element of surprise. And so I'm like, my parents said we have to make it official, you know. And so he's just like, well, you know, I ordered your ring, but it's not ready because it had to be special made. So we made a plan to officially go to dinner on Friday night. First, we went to the mall. We went to Sears. We bought a (laughs) gold costume jewelry ring. Had them put it in a box. Together? Yes. Then we went to the old spaghetti factory, oh and God. which was waiting for me were roses on the table. And, you know, we were sitting there, and then at one point he's like, well, I guess I should do it. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And I'm like, are you going to get on one knee or what? And he's like, yeah, I guess <gasps> I can. So oh he got God. on me, opened the ring box of the ring that we just purchased <laughs> that together just at Sears. just bought for $10. And asked me to marry him, and I said yes. And everyone was clapping and all that stuff, and – it was so anticlimactic because oh we knew God. exactly what was happening. And the ring was so hideous, I actually didn't even wear it because I'm just like, why did we even buy this thing? Like, and he's like, well, I wish we hadn't spent $18 on this thing. <laughs> so, God. That was my engagement the first time. Yeah, you know what? That is true. That wasn't good. So the second time I got engaged, which technically wasn't even again – when Victor and I, Ryan was about a year and a half old, we had decided that we just wanted to get married. And so we went looking at rings. I went out into the car because I had picked, you know, I let him purchase it or put the money oh, down on it. Sake. So, you know, I don't know why. They said, oh, it'll be ready in like two or three weeks. So two or three weeks went by. And of course, I'm starting to think like, hmm, that's going to be showing up anytime now. But during that time, during that two week period, he is in the National Guard, he got a call from his unit saying he was being moved up for deployment and that he was leaving in 30 days. That kind of sped things up. So I was in the kitchen making dinner or doing something. Ryan comes walking in and he hands me a box and it's the (laughs) ring box. And so Victor walked in behind him and he said, well, I or Ryan and I would like to know if you would marry us. And so I said, well, of course I will because, you know, we already purchased this ring together. I knew that. And so... (laughs) That was engagement number two. Wow. Full of romance you are. Batting a thousand. Daryl, okay. This is, it's, it's sweet. And I, I think what it is, is that I get uncomfortable when things get too romantic. Like I just, I feel awkward and I don't know why that is. I just, I feel weird about things. You have a hard time accepting romance. I, yeah. And, but I do like romance. I just feel weird about it when someone's trying so hard. Maybe you don't like formal. Maybe you prefer informal things. Or I just like spontaneous. I don't know. But anyway, Daryl and I had gone skiing for the weekend and he had purchased the ring a while before. Because you, I thought you guys had picked it out together. I had picked it out with uh, Kim, my friend. I said, oh, this is a really great ring. It was near, it wasn't flawless, but it was really, the color was really, really white. Mm -hmm. And so I liked it. And so she told 
Daryl about the ring that I liked and he went out and purchased it Mm -hmm. and I did not know that he had. And so we went uh, skiing for the weekend. The night we got there, it was incredibly romantic. We were sitting down in the lot. There was like this really pretty little, it wasn't the lobby per se, but it was like this lounge area, but there was nobody there. And it was just, you know, those fireplaces are like 12 feet long and they're like ridiculous okay like beauty and the beast fireplace and so we're sitting in front of this roaring fire you know it's february it's snowy outside it's just it was the most romantic evening and it was really amazing it was amazing didn't propose oh (laughs) i thought so (laughs) i was super disappointed we go upstairs and he's like hey so you wanted you're like no i don't (laughs) yep went upstairs I went, I got through sex. You we did have next- sex with him? I'd be like, fuck you. I don't want to have sex with you. It's because you're easy. So then the next day we get up again, bright and early, and we go skiing. And so we're skiing. And, you know, I am, I had hurt my knee really bad when I was 15. Yeah. And so from skiing. And so I'm really conservative when I go skiing now. So I'm kind of like, you know, da da da. You know, I'm not snow plowing per se, but I'm going nice and slow. And I'm going through, and I like to go through powder. It's not like you're, peekaboo streak or whatever that lady's name was right and so we were um on our way up the lift and we're sitting there i'm like oh it's such a great day blah 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 this has been so fun i said i have something to admit to you he said what and i said i really thought you were going to propose to why me. do you have to read and things? i'm sorry <laughs> because that was way too presumptuous and i never should have thought for one minute you know it's not it's just not you know, that's not appropriate, you know, to expect a proposal. It's Did he rude. lose color instantly? He goes, oh, okay, well, all right. So we're going down the hill and he keeps trying to stop. I'm like, come on, we're getting down the hill. And he's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. So we stop in the middle of the powder and there's trees and stuff like that. And I go, what? You know, being being, being impatient. Like, what? Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm being difficult. I go, what is it? He goes, well, I can't really get on one knee, but... But I, I want you to marry me. And he oh, he had the ring on him. And he proposed to me in the middle of the snow on a, That's on a ski sweet. slope. It That's was sweet. sweet. Although you had to go ahead and kind of ruin it by saying, well, I thought you were going to propose. Well, and you know what? That story of my life. I mean, I do that all the time. Well, I'm always doing that. Unfortunately, men are pretty predictable, though. So, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> completely blame that. It's just. Yeah. And we have like like bloodhound intuition we do but like i can tell if victor's been checked out because he'll have like a little extra skip in his step and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you i'm like who is she (laughs) you know what what cunt said what to you today i've said that to daryl in the past and he'll be coming in and he'll be a little too frisky and i'm like and we'll sit down and i go and i'll look at him and he's like what like what was and i said listen (laughs) i don't know what's going on in your head what you think you're going to do but understand this work it out and get back to normal. Get it because out of your you system. Don't, <laughs> right. You and I are going to have an issue. Be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'd be like, don't. I'm like, don't. Why do we lie? Try. Don't lie. Just know that don't. I know and get over right. it. I'm like, <laughs> nothing's going to happen because you don't really want to go down that road. Put it in your file. Save it for later. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not that blasé. Like, put it in your file. I'm like, no. You're forbidden. You're not allowed. Well, see, you, I, you are not allowed. I guess I'm a little more realistic. I'm not saying I'm not evil in about it. In the moment, it. in the moment, if some woman is on his mind because she found him cute, in my mind, you better pretend that woman is dead and hideous because 
you're not allowed to think about anybody but me. I like to embarrass him like when we are out somewhere and it, you know, someone walks by clearly with, you know, large breasts or extraordinarily attractive or something like oh that. Oh my God. And it's just like, I can see his eyes almost bleeding trying to divert <laughs> from, like, like so he's hard. trying to convince himself he never even saw, like, this is not the droids you were looking for. Like, he's trying <laughs> to convince himself that he didn't see anything. But I am watching him, like, my, my gaze is like piercing his brain. Okay. So we were, we've been taking the dogs for walks on the weekends. Okay. Okay. And we were on our way back from the lake with the river. We had walked all the way to the river and we were walking all the way back. And there was this cute little girl uh, riding her bike and her mother with incredibly humongous breasts hanging out of a tank top, <laughs> oh. riding her bike. Sounds like me. Leaning, leaning forward. <laughs> she wasn't ugly. But she wasn't oh, hot, hot. Great. And Daryl, you know, he's older now, so he's not as um, he thinks that he's less obvious, I suppose. <laughs> Fool. And we're walking by, and I said, "Do you like the view?" He's like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" I go. He goes, "No, I was smiling at the little girl. She was really cute." I go, "You know what? Don't bullshit a bullshitter." Yeah, I'd be like, "Are you kidding? Why me do right we now? lie? Why? You're smiling at the little cute little girl." What do I look like? An Which, idiot to you? What Am little I a girl? Moron? The one with the massive tits riding her bike? Why are you insulting me in the street? Stop. <laughs> I saw her tits too. It was, he goes, well, they were really big. I go, he goes, they, you know, then they do that dumb thing where they go, well, they were really just too big. I mean, I'm like, oh, shut oh, your yes, face. Because shut up. men think that never. <laughs> You could feed a small country with those breasts. Her boobs were just too big. I don't like them when they're that large. I'd be like, right. I, did you really just say that? Like, I really? can't believe that your face didn't just fall off from lying. <laughs> like, really? God, struck if you, you were down. Pinocchio, you'd be penetrating her right now, <laughs> like with the back of your nose. <laughs> yeah, right. So yes, and it, you know, and it happens, and it's not fair. Here's the thing: I mean, he and he will lie. He you <gasps> could torture him, and he will lie. <laughs> That's even he will worse. Lie to death. I didn't see her. I don't know what you're talking about. I said, you know what? I am so over this game. I'm going to assume everything now since you're not going to be truthful with me because you think I'm not secure enough. I saw her too. Okay. I see all the ugly people all the time. Mm -hmm. I see the poor behaved. I see the hideously dressed. I see the gorgeous. I see the big boobs. But when you see like a, a guy that strikes your fancy, are you literally like the cat that ate the canary? Yes. I am too. I am so ridiculous. I can't hide it. And I'll even point out and be like, oh my God, that guy was kind of cute. <laughs> and Victor will say like, why do you tell me things like that? Like, why do you talk? <laughs> like, I don't want to know those things. Because I'd be like, because I'm a sexual person and I find people attractive. I feel like if I bring it to his attention first, then I don't have to feel bad about the fact that I'm like, I can't stop smiling or that I'm giggling or, you know, because he could never ever, like, if he ever did that to me. Oh my God. I, I don't even know what I would like. I would I would think I was like in a fantasy land. Like, I, listen, I, I'm like this isn't real. Our standards, our expectations <laughs> are different. It is. OK, a we can standard. do whatever we want. I know. <laughs> but they can't. It's and true. you know what? They know that. I Just know. Just come to peace with it. I don't I don't have a problem with it. When we walk, walk around in Costco. It's part of one of the steps of Uganon. It is. And, you know, we walk around Costco and some incredibly gorgeous guy walks by and gives me a smile. And then I smile and Daryl looks at me like, really? Did you right just smile at me, that guy? Right in front of me. <laughs> We're holding hands, for God's sakes. Yeah, it's like, you're practically <laughs> mauling me. What do you think? <laughs> it's crazy. 
so seriously oh my crazy. God, that is so funny. Well, so like, funny. um, speaking of, I was at Trader Joe's and I meant to tell you about this. Oh I was at Trader Joe's. No the wonder other day. you shop there all the time. You get picked up on every time you I go know. there. You get carded or anything. You probably just go there every day to think like, well, I, I could get some Ricolas or something. Maybe, maybe I could find some little shred of something. I could get something. I'll just I could... buy Daryl's Billy. Like we have plenty of wine. Do you keep buying more? Well, I mean, they just card me every time I go. So. <laughs> Can't help it. So <laughs> I was wandering around. I didn't think I looked particularly cute or anything. I just was wandering. And you know what? I mean, it's Trader Joe's. There's a lot of dirty hippies in there. A lot of people in yoga pants and and biker shorts. That's all there is. It's like cam- yeah. Camel Toe Central. It's Camel Toe Central. And for men and women, by the way. Gross. And so I was in the wine aisle and I was just looking around going, oh, is there anything new? Is there anything cool to, you know, get? And this dude showed up out of nowhere and he was probably late 40s, early 50s. And he looked like you know our friend Pat? He's kind of a shorter yeah, yeah. and he's bald, but he's really, he's cute. He's a good yes. looking guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, but not as good looking. But he was clearly very fit. And, you know, he obviously, this person obviously works out all the time. Took care of himself. So I'm looking at these different wines and I'm like, oh, I don't really see anything I like. And right when I'm getting ready to back up and walk away, he starts talking to me. And I said, oh, I just I'm just looking. I'm not sure if I can make a decision on anything. He goes, oh, yeah, well, this one's really good. And that one's really good. And in my mind, I'm going, why are you picking out the nine dollar bottles of wine? Do I look like someone who only buys nine dollar <laughs> bottles of wine? For I mean, seriously. Sakes. So I'm looking and I said, well, I don't know. He goes, well, this one has like a, it's a pretty, you know, gritty, you know, da, da, da. And I said, yeah, I kind of really like things that are a little more grapey. He goes, oh, you mean you like jammy wines? And so he's really getting enthralled. Jammy. Jammy wines. And which means they're just, they're, they're a fuller, fruitier, you know, grapey wine. And I. So not a conversation I would ever be having. I know. And so he's educating me. Okay, jammy wine, whatever. And he said, oh, well, then you might like this or that. He goes, this one's from Lodi. I said, no, pass. Yeah, really? Nothing good comes from the Central Valley. Not, well, some maybe, things. But maybe drugs, but that's about I've never it. found anything yet that I really enjoy there. And so at this point, I'm like, oh, he's about a nanosecond away from, like, suggesting. Were you not wearing your wedding ring? I was, but I was holding my cell phone. And so I, you were he, hiding it. You were playing no, that game. Jamie no, Lynn. I wasn't. I was holding my cell phone with one hand and I was holding something, the basket with the other at the time. And so he had the lips pursed like, maybe we should have some wine. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, don't say it, please don't make me reject you. So I said, all right. And I backed away and I just walked off. <laughs> Well, you know what? Very Kudos quickly. to him for actually trying because, know. you know, in this I'm day and age. A, I'm not an easy person to approach. Let me tell you. Well, no, we've talked about this. I Many mean, times. I'm surprised he wasn't doing some sort of weird tick or making meep, meep sounds or something <laughs> like that. But you know what, though? That's the kind of man who's brave enough to approach someone like me. I probably would have considered it. Yeah. And in my mind, let me tell you the backstory, however. After that, oh, I said, you know what? If I had been single, I totally would have accepted. <laughs> All the way home, what was his Well, hold deal? on. Was he like a... Let me tell you. Shut up. divorced dad or... <laughs> Shut up and let me tell you. It was, it was a significant story. Oh, God. It was significant and it ended horribly. And so... <laughs> So I back away and I'm like, you know what? That was really nice. How brave of him to approach me because I'm very prickly. You know, I'm not a very easy person to approach. 
only the stupid or the very brave <laughs> will approach me in public. And so, you know, I kudos to him. And so I'm feeling really good. You know, I'm feeling, you know, my self-esteem is high. Somebody wanted to pick up on me and I really liked it. And I'm like, you know what? If he if I had been single, I absolutely would have accepted his invitation to share a bottle of wine. Absolutely. And I said, of course, he was very clean. You know, he's very fit. And um, I'm thinking never been married, probably very one of those really clean homes where you can't really move anything around. And it's very, you know, Maybe he's like an accountant or something. He might oh have an ex-wife God. from when he was in his 20s. But... I thought you were going to say he was like a widow or something. No, I don't think he was a widow. And so um, he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. And oh, my so... God. But he didn't work at Trader Joe's. He But he did? was wearing like a button. No, 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 no. He didn't. Why would you do that? That's wearing like a red shirt and tan pants and going to Target. <laughs> I know. Like when <laughs> so people true. like, I don't know what's going on, but I think I just got a promotion at Target. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm halfway home and I'm thinking... You know what, though? It's the nice ones that you have to look out for. Oh, I would God. have been stupid and gone to, <laughs> either gone to his house or gone to mine. He's like, sure, a bottle of wine meant I'm going to cut your cut you up and eat your ass with this bottle of wine Gross. and you would be dead. And it's always the nice ones. It's always those weird psycho assholes that, you know, invite the nice. Oh, he was so nice to me. Yes, of course I will go out with you. And then he slaughters you. It eats you for a week. He's like the Ted no. Bundy. Pretends he's yes, injured he's and the, then, you know, the Ted Bundy. you in the car. And so I said, you know what? Just my luck. I made a psychopath. Well, thank Trader God Joe's. you don't have those options. Whew, that was close. I, I don't know how Daryl continues to cohabitate with you. I mean, honestly, I don't understand. I I'm a challenge. Every week it never fails that you have these... <laughs> Stories in your mind as if you have these options. I, I told somebody that it. the other night. He said, I talk to people like I have options. I don't know why I do it. I've always been this way. You I broadcast don't broadcast it. Every, you even talk to your own husband about your possible options. <laughs> like I just If he died, I would say, you know, if you died, I know exactly who I'd, give, I'd call. Who? My friend. I'm not going to say who, but I said, yeah, I know. And he's like, yeah, I know. Oh I mean, he's God. just, he knows. And, but he, he could knows. never say that to you. If you died, I know who I would call. You know, well, he tells me. Slice his neck right there. <laughs> he said, I said, if I die young, what are you going to do? He goes, I will never marry again. Please. And I said, well, I can't. That's, that's unrealistic. You can't do that to yourself. He'll starve to death. That's what I said. I go, you've, you've got to do something. I go, you've never been alone in your life. Like, look, give me, give it a year. At least <laughs> do me that solid. And then yeah. you can seek out a mate. Right. And then I watched some show and I called him and I said, you know what? I changed my mind. He said, what? I said, I will never remarry again and you will never remarry again. We will just die alone. Okay. That would just, never happen. We'll just die alone. You would never get married again, but you would probably just have some no. live-in lover for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't want to so live with anybody. Keep collecting Daryl's pension or social no. security and you don't I don't want to live with anybody. I want to just be... And I'll I'll have lovers, but you stay in your place and I'll stay in mine. See, what the way I've viewed it, and this is what I've always thought, is I will probably die first, but I will probably know that I'm going to be dying. And mm. so I will actually seek out a woman before I go. God. You're one of those weird people. I would totally be like... I would have to do it because, I mean, I'm such a control freak. I would have oh, to know God. that they are taken care of, the kids are taken care of, this person is just like me. It'd be like interviewing and it's hiring. It's like a lifetime movie. It'd be like interviewing and hiring someone. Like, to backfill a position, I'd be like, I need to know that this candidate or these people are going to do the job justice 
no, they won't be as good as me, but you know, in time they'll be damn near as good and and probably come into their own, and it'll work out to be a good situation. <laughs> you have been watching way too many bad movies. I've never that's... watched a bad movie, but I know that's exactly well. That's not true. There's but I know way too exactly many movies about this. That's how that's how it would have to be. Oh but I just God. think that a lot of women probably would not be on board with that. And not it's me. not like a threesome or anything like that. I'd be like, look, I what? have a no. terminal. I have a terminal illness. I have this, you know, man and my children that are amazing. I need to get them situated before I go. Do you think women would think that's weird? Yes. Really? They would, and they wouldn't do it. Why? Because this is not Lifetime Network. That's why. They do it with big love or those polygamy. Okay. Let's not even go down that path. Okay. I'm just saying. But this is also, I'm also the same person that would do that married at first sight thing. Like I would totally marry a stranger. Yeah, exactly. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Having the Ugly Truth app not only helps support the show, you'll also get extra content like our ugly cuts. That's the stuff where the Uggs screw up or are even more inappropriate than usual. The Ugly Truth mobile app is just $3.99. That's a one-time fee, not a subscription. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com slash A-P-P. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. Speaking of TV, last week, there were a couple of rando, well, the Emmys isn't a rando, but the VMAs, which I haven't watched the Video Music Awards for years because... Frankly, um, MTV doesn't really even play videos anymore, and you see most of your videos online now. Like YouTube or something, yeah. Yeah, I just, it's, I don't understand what- Do people still make videos, to be honest? Yeah, they do, but you watch them online, and you post them on Facebook or Twitter. I can't remember the the last time time I saw a music video. I will tell you, the last time I saw a music video, it was on Twitter. Taylor Swift's new album is coming out. Oh, yeah, you showed me that video. No, that one was cute. And I shared the video because um, she was dancing the way we danced when we oh. were little girls it was cute and so that but but it was all online i do not watch mtv they, i didn't even know they had music videos anymore. i thought it was so, mostly like jersey shore and dating right? naked or something so the vmas came on i saw a few photos of poorly dressed celebs yes um i did see a few little uh, snippets of award presenters and i know beyonce did a big performance mm. and you and i I don't have as big of an issue with Beyonce as you do, but... (laughs) Here's the thing. It's not that I really have an issue with her, but I just... I do not... I do not understand why she insists on spreading her legs so (laughs) wide at any given moment. And her dancers, too. When she dances... Like she literally dances with her hips wide open and, yes. and she shakes her legs, she shakes her butt and it's just like nothing but open pelvis. And I don't yeah. understand that. It's very um, graphic. It's just like, God, you know, and so then there was a picture. She's literally like doing the Chinese splits on a chair <laughs> yes. with and, and it's not like she's wearing pants. Most of no, the time she wears, she's like, wearing bathing some little, suits. yeah, like, like some little, little onesie leotard or mm-hmm. jumper or something like a that. A dance leotard. A and unitard. I'm just like, I don't know how you get away. Like she must wear a pad or something like that because i mean if your legs were spread open that far with a your lips would hang out the side you would right they would be flapping and and cupping the fabric and can you imagine if (laughs) 
if you did it looks that. like a yeast infection waiting to happen. Like the raw rubbing of this sequence fabric on your bare vagina and in, in sweating. And first of all, it sounds so smelly. The only thing I can imagine is her, any woman uh, apparently who's not completely taped and tied down into that unitard is spreading her legs wide open, trying to be sexy and having her labia pop out both sides and cupping the center of the unitard. Can you imagine what that would look like if she stood up? I mean, it would be frightening. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So then the Emmys were on, and the reason that I wanted to watch is I was really curious about Billy Crystal's little tribute to Robin Williams because yes. they were very, very close friends. Did you see Aww. it? No, I, I. you know what? Again, I live under a rock. I didn't even know the VMAs were oh. on, and I didn't even know the Emmys were on. I don't think normally they have two award shows in the same week, but... The Emmys are normally not on a Monday night. Normally they're on a Sunday night, just like all of those award shows. It hasn't been on a Monday night since like 1977 or something, mm-hmm. so it's a very unusual move. But the Billy Crystal thing was good. It was it was a bit short. I, I think what you have to realize is that this is an award show. This is not a memorial tribute to Robin Williams, which right. likely there will be one someday. I, my guess is that they, there will actually be a, a tribute special. show for him. There should be, yeah. Yeah, and there probably will be. But the Emmys is a time to celebrate the last right. year's television. So the fact that he got anything beyond the memorial reel really right. – is unusual. I mean, even James Gandolfini didn't get that, and he was a pretty big deal. So, well, yeah, but not like Robin Williams. I mean, right. Robin Williams, like, I mean, he's. Been, oh no, he's he's a you're universal. talking like a forty year or thirty year long, yes. you know. Career. Well, I mean, and he's someone that Hollywood will remember and recognize forever. And he I was mean, active, never... like still active yes. and relevant. Yes, he was. But of course, you know, my favorite part is the red carpet. I mean, that's really the only reason why I like to watch. Other than the Robin Williams thing, I watched it. The person I love to hate, Lena Dunham, showed up looking atrocious. And, of course, her face and hair were flawless. She is blonde right now. So, actually, I don't hate the blonde on her. I don't either. It's not that bad. But I don't understand. She was wearing, like, some sleeveless pink button-up like baggy shirt bowling with this, shirt with this like giant tool cake layered skirt yeah and it was poorly worn she looked ridiculously unkempt except for the from the neck up she looks like olivia when she plays dress up it made it, it makes me angry because i know she does it on purpose of course she does and i hate it because you know these designers you know, she's ultimately going to become designer repellent. I can't imagine somebody purposefully putting something on her in hopes that she wears it poorly. You know what I don't understand is, is like, if you don't care for fashion, if you don't care for red carpet, then don't walk it. Is she trying to be like punk, you know, like punk rock, you know, rebel, I think she's just you know, trying to be, you know, a self-centered like, oh, look at me. I'm making a statement kind of bitch. Look at me. I look like shit. I look nothing like Lizzie Kaplan, who was flawless. We all know what you look like. Trust us. You know, we're we're we've seen we're it plagued with your sight nudity frequently. And your, yes, we've seen your your small breasts and your whiteness. Well, you know what I will say I do appreciate about I mean, and I'm not not in the extremes. I mean, there's definitely some actors or actresses out there that, you know, really are just quite unhealthy with their weight. But I mean, sure. overall, I would say that a lot of the actresses are starting to look much more normal and healthier now and not like stick figure thin. Oh my God, I totally disagree. 
Oh my really? god, I could not. I thought disagree there was more. a lot of actresses that just no. were full. I wouldn't even call full figure. They just looked normal. No, every single woman who was up for lead actor in oh. a drama looked dehydrated and hungry and thin and angry. Ooh. I mean, every single one of them. I was just looking at the basic red carpets. I didn't look at the top yeah. nominees because I. Juliana Margulies, Carrie Washington, the chick from My So Called Life. See, I thought Carrie Washington looked really good. The only other thing that I want to say about, and it's not just the Emmys, it's actually in general. And I think I've come up with a reason why this is happening. But all of these women are chopping their hair off in Hollywood. Oh, they're like, doing all like of the them. pixie cut thing. Kaylee Cuoco cut all of her hair off. She has I don't a tiny know why little, she did that. I don't know. She's really on Big like Bang it. Theory. It's super short. She kind of looks like a teenage boy. And you know what I hate about it is that I saw a little behind the scenes video of her wedding day because Jamie Greenberg, the yeah. makeup artist that we both totally love. Yes. She did her makeup for her wedding yeah. and was in her wedding. Oh, wow. But watching her wedding day video... She specifically told her hair person that she wanted her hair down because her husband likes it down and Aww. long and down straight. And so don't do any updos. Don't do anything like that. A month after they got married, she cut all that hair off. Is it for a movie, maybe? No, or? it's not for a movie. And so then I saw today Jennifer Lawrence cut all her hair off. There was a couple of women at the Emmys who had cut all their hair off. And I'm like, why? Why are they cutting all their hair? I don't I, understand. But I think I have a, I think I figured it out. What is it? They all had extensions and they were probably damaging the crap out of their hair. I know Kaylee Cuoco wore a lot of different lengths of extensions for the show. And my guess is you can't do that for very long. Ultimately, your hair is going to start, you know, your scalp and your hair is going to start becoming really damaged. So I think they have to cut it all off. Well, they might. I mean, unless you weave it in there, which is like they literally sew it in. And It doesn't so matter, though. It's not organic. I mean, your hair is ultimately going to become damaged. I don't really know. But I mean, you know what? I think celebrities get on any bandwagon that's good. If, you know, if it's popular right now to have the pixie cut, then they're all going to try it. And Well, I'm not going to. Well, God, I would – Jimmy – I would look so ugly with short hair. I would basically just memorialize my fate as a human thumb with <laughs> that looked like it had a bad toupee. I mean, I wouldn't have anything to help shield my my lack of a, a chin or my giant yeah. nose. I'd I would look like an ostrich or if I cut all my hair off, Paula, it would look like I had given up and I might as well just purchase my green minivan right now. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. If she was a drink, she'd be single Let's go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. I don't know. I mean, maybe this happens to other people. Maybe it doesn't. But at work, I am notorious for taking a nap in my car at lunch because I don't oh. know why. I just get tired sometimes. And so I would say... Three out of the five days this week, I went in my car. I have a little um, throw pillow in the back seat, and oh. I take a nap in my car. I set my alarms on my phones, 
and I wow. lay down for 45 minutes and, and take a little snooze because I, I just am tired. I don't really know why. So I did that, but I guess I must have been particularly tired one day because I either didn't hear my alarm or I didn't set it wrong, right. So uh-huh. I am, you know, snoozing away and all of a sudden my cell phone rings. And so I sit up and I'm, I have that moment where I'm like, what? Hmm? What? Who am I? Where am I? What am I doing? Oh my God. And like, you know, the back of my head was sweaty and I was just like, what the heck? So I answer my phone and I'm like, this is Paula. And it's my boss. He's just like, did you run off to Mexico? And I'm like, what? Oh, my God. He's like, oh where, my God. He's like, where are you? And I'm just like, <gasps> I'm in my car. I was taking a nap. And he's just like, okay. He's like, well, I was just worried because he's like, you haven't come back from lunch yet. And I looked at the clock. I had oh, been I'm- gone for an hour and a half. Oh, Paula. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I told him, like, I was sleeping in my car. And then he just started laughing. He didn't even respond. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm a-. He's like, where? I'm like, look out your window. I'm downstairs in my car. <laughs> So then I go upstairs. Everyone's like, oh, are you okay? Steve's been looking for you. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And then for the rest of the afternoon, they're like, oh, well, hello, Sleeping Beauty. How are you? And I'm just like, oh, jeez. Oh, God, Paula. They're like, well, so glad you could join us. And I'm just like, oh, Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. I was. Did you have, like, pillow marks on your face? I did have, like, like, (gasps) because the throw pillow, it's got, like, designs on it. So I had, like, you know in print red lines on my cheek and oh my I had like that like I said you know you know when little kids wake up from a nap and like their hair yes. is kind of stuck up and sweaty that's how you I monster looked. hair oh no so I tried to you know put as much powder and lip gloss on as possible and like you know t- I, I walked very briskly to the office hoping that it would like pump some blood through my veins so I didn't oh, look like goodness. I just woke Paula, up I'm absolutely I wish I could say I was shocked I'm really not I just I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just You're like George Costanza. He takes naps under his desk. Well, I probably, damn. you know what? I probably wouldn't oversleep if I did, but, probably you know, cuz at he least he had an alarm clock though. He had like a real alarm so clock. So now me, 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 me. I set both my phones. I set them 5 minutes apart so that way if I accidentally miss one, I'll catch the second one. You have two phones? I have a work phone and my cell phone. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, that's um boy, that's going to be hard to top. I don't think mine will top you. So, what was your ugly and awkward moment? You said it was during the fantasy football draft. So, I was sitting there quietly waiting to pull the number, you know, to find out what horrible draft pick I got. And nobody is sharing where they drew because they kind of like want to surprise everybody. So when the commissioner goes, okay, who'd pick number one? And then so- whoever it is, they'll go, oh, I didn't. Everybody will go, no. You know, it's like a big thing, right? Right. So they everybody holds the number close to their chest until it's time to write everything out. Well, I didn't really know that that was kind of the thing because I always have such a shitty number it doesn't really matter and they just make the assumption oh an x-chromes is you know last you know they make fun of me or whatever Mm -hmm. so I pull it it's the last one like thank you and I pull the number and I saw the one and I went well is that a seven or is that a one because god I wasn't I could my eyes were shocked. I I couldn't believe it. And so my friend Barry was there and he got number 7. And he was mad. He's like, "God damn it." And he threw his number down and it said a 7. I went, "Oh my god." I went, <gasps> "Me! <laughs> I got number 1." <laughs> and I went, "Ah!" Really loud. <laughs> and I'm all, "I beat you." I go, "Me!" Oh my god. <laughs> and it was like, "Really?" uncontrolled of course it was loud and i put my hand straight up in the air in victory with my one 
and they all like froze and they immediately turned and looked at me like what is wrong with you and i'm like i have number one you're i'm an ugly that's what's wrong with me yes i'm awkward and that was it so i i literally i didn't scream but it was this really guttural (laughs) yell animalistic you know it was a primal diaphragm it was deep wow and so i said yeah i got number one they're like no one talk to her no one say a thing don't give her any help good for you well what can you do i didn't i didn't have to buy my own drinks but still they weren't happy if you had reacted normally it would have been that would not have been normal so right I fully... i've done those types of behaviors before where it's really inappropriate the level of voice or uh, reaction is just a little too inappropriate for the situation that's happened to me i do have times. volume issues sometimes when i get excited <laughs> and so yes. i have been told many times to lower my voice or you know whatever yes. it might be so you know mm-hmm. it's it happens we can't help it we're zealous people and when we, we get like zealous. that you know it's the little victories that make me happy we can't control the passion it's just it no. is what it is and it, i mean so. and honestly if i could have st- stood up and jumped and done a herky i totally would have like i would have done kicks that would have not have ended well i would have done like line kicks you would have something. kicked an, a table over and <laughs> or something in my mind i was doing toe touches and herkies i was so excited that, that would not <laughs> have such ended a big well deal. but well, they would have been good. like i don't know what's happening <laughs> well good for you yes. but i'd have to say i totally won this week oh so. my god you absolutely did <laughs> yes not even i mean my my story pales my, mine's a toddler story compared to what you did this week i just and you know what this is here's the worst part jamie this is not the first time that i've done this Oh. There was another time that I fallen asleep in my car and yeah. and actually there was the time where I fell asleep four different people came in and looked at the window while I was sleeping and I was dead to the world. <laughs> you know what? I will say this to be to give you a little bit of comfort. I will let you know that in my life whether it was when I was going to college or when I was um working, I absolutely used to sleep in my car. But see, here's the problem. I'm not sleeping in my car because I'm hungover or because I went out and stayed out late or anything like that. Oh, I see. Because that's exactly why I was doing it. No, but I'm thinking that's why most people, I mean, I'm just simply doing it because I'm tired. (laughs) I know what you mean. I used to go out to lunch for my lunch break and I would go sit out in the parking lot and I would listen to music or whatever. I'd put my seat back and next thing I knew, conked out. Absolutely. Oh, how out. did you not like oversleep? I don't know because we didn't even have cell phones or anything. Yeah, that so was I don't even the know. Day of, you know, being reminded. Well, you know what? To be honest with you, I can do a power nap. It's twenty minutes on the dot. It's been that way my whole life. No, my power, power- nap twenty minutes. I'm awake. I'm like, okay, that was great, and I get up and I can go back to to the daily grind. My naps usually are anywhere from two to three hours. So. <laughs> That's not a nap. That's a REM cycle. I'm telling you, I, I just, I'm a tired person. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Well, I think we probably should wrap this uh, yes. this little shindig up. Thank you to our newer listeners. If you're just joining us, welcome. Welcome aboard. Hopefully you enjoyed the ride. For our veteran ugly listeners, our hugs, thank you again for keep tuning in every week. We just truly appreciate that. Yeah. As we've mentioned, we have our website and we've got our ugly mall, which has got some fun little shopping things. In fact, it's very exciting. And I'm actually disappointed it didn't happen this week. But if you go onto our main page on our ugly mall and the first Amazon link you click on, it is actually to the Litter Maid cat box. Yeah, so, I know. It didn't go off this week. I don't know what it is. My cats, they just, 
they have to ruin the show. Maybe they're just wanting to be a part of it, but because they can't talk, they can't. So so they shit. They do other things, but Perhaps. I mean, they do like to participate and be around. Yes, but there there is an Amazon link to Littermate yes. on our front page, uglytruth.com. What was the other thing? Oh, if for some reason you're feeling froggy and you want to leave a five-star review on iTunes, you may do so. We haven't really solicited that in a while, and it would be kind of nice because a lot of you do listen through iTunes. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it for this week. It's a wrap for episode 78. Everyone have a fabulous, fabulous week. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Have lots of hot dogs and hamburgers and, I don't know, beers and, and get drunk and start fighting because that's the American way. America, fuck yeah. So have a fab weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Is that your ugly and awkward moment? Shut it. <laughs> Just say goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with the uglies, see what I did there? Then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth. Or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it. <laughs>